The supreme cause of all causes, Narayana, is situated in his own abode in the spiritual world. But nevertheless, he controls the entire cosmic manifestation according to the three modes of material nature, Sattva, Guna, Raya Guna, Tama Guna, and in this way, all the living entities are aware different qualities, different names such as Brahmanas, Chatras, and Vaishas, different duties according to the Varnashan institution, and different forms. Thus, Narayan is the cause of the, of the entire cosmic manifestation. Purpose. Purpose by his the Vedas inform us Natasya Karyam Karanacha Vidyante Nata Samas Chariyam Vikas Chadrishyate Parasya Shakti Vidaiva Sutyate Swabhavika Janavala Kriyacha Swatadar Panishad 6 Narayan, the Supreme Personality of God, is almighty, omnipotent. He has multifarious <coughs> energy, and therefore he is able to remain in his own abode and without endeavor, supersede, supervise, and manipulate the entire cosmic manifestation. Through the interaction of the three modes of material nature, Satvaguna, Rajaguna, and Tamaguna, these interactions create different forms, bodies, activities, and changes, which all occur, occur perfectly, because the Lord is perfect. Everything works as if He were directly supervising, I think, and taking part in it. A taste man, however, being over, being covered by the three modes of material nature, cannot see Narayan to be the supreme cause behind all activities. As Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 7.13, The Virgunama Yirvavar Evi does not know me, who I am, about of the modes, and inexhaustible. Because an intelligent agnostic are Mohita, illusioned by the three modes of material nature. They cannot understand that Narayan, Krishna, is the supreme cause of all activities as stated in Brahma Sanghita 5.1. Ishvara Paramah Krishna Sarchi Ananda Vira Anadi Adi Govinda Sarva Krishna, who is the cause as, sorry, Krishna, who is known as Govinda, is a supreme controller. He has an 
eternal, blissful, spiritual mind. He is the origin of all. He has no other origin, for he is the, the prime cause of all causes. So we need to clear 
that those concentrations, those um, cover, covers that we have, in order then to rise up to the our real, to the real position. There is a process for that. And here, for example, Rabba in the purpose is explaining about the Raja Guna, Tama Guna, Sattva Guna, the most material nature of how Krishna, uh, through his energies, is controlling this material creation. And in the previous chapters, we also study that uh, the manifestation of this material, of this cosmic universe, or material universe, it's not like a Krishna wants to do that because, okay, I want to create this and I'll do it now. But he, he does it in the sense that, okay, he wants to facilitate us independent, or oh, uh, so-called independent living entity wanted to enjoy independently from God. So he wants to give us the opportunity to experience that. And for that reason, he created this universe, the material universe, material cosmic manifestation. Um, because, again, the opportunity for us that uh, in our independent tendency, uh, trying to enjoy from Krishna, enjoy away from Krishna. But that, that, how it happened that that independent tendency to enjoy and separate from Krishna. Because it said that our constitutional position, especially for those who are already practicing Krishna consciousness and hearing about our philosophy, about spiritual science, we heard many times and we are learning that who we are, what is our real constitution, and that's somewhat like we through the association of the devotees, studying the Shastras, Prabhupada's teachings, we learn that uh, we are spiritual souls, that is our constitutional position. But because for time memorial, repeated experience of uh, different forms of life, we got some uh, misunderstanding about, misconception about our identity. And that is one of the root causes of our conditioning. It's called the body conception. Misunderstanding who we are. And it's one of the main causes why we are not able to experience that, that spiritual um, experience that Krishna is providing us through the practice of the spiritual process by Krishna consciousness. Because we are still being conditioned with those kind of misconception, body conception of life, misunderstanding about our identity. And that is manifested through this, um, the modes of material nature. I was listening one lecture, Shilakrapa, on this topic, in this, on this uh, text. I was quite beautifully presented the analogy of the sun. That uh, he said that the sun is um, present everywhere, but not everybody is able to see the sun. Uh, some cities, for example, can be cloudy. Some you you see that the day is there, the the, um, the lights, the day is there, but 
you're not able to see the sun because other clouds or can be mixed. So why is that variation? How can I explain this? Because the modes of material nature, when we are under the influence of Saturn Guna, we would be able to see um, or the cities who are under the which are under the influence of Saturn Guna would be they would be able to see the sun directly, the bright sun. But also uh, under the influence of um, the Rajgum, they would be uh, they see the mixture of sun, cloudy, and but no directly bright sun. And on Tamaguna, darkness that would be more covered with cloudy, there's no much sun, you don't see there, it's a little bit depressed. So the way how Prabhupada nicely uh, presented the analogy, how Krishna is present everywhere, but we are not able to see him because of this kind of coverings, the modes of nature that we are under, how we, for example, are influenced the modes of goodness, so passion and ignorance, so our perception of God, Krishna being everywhere. It's also constrained by or facilitated. For the reason it said that the mode of need, the mode of goodness, is the idea of facilitate the spiritual practice. And to, in our Krishna consciousness practice or process, always has been emphasized the opportunity of encourage all of us to situate ourselves at least in the mode of practice, in the mode of goodness, in our activities, in our meditation, trying to develop those qualities that will facilitate our spiritual practice. So this is one point, and also it's clearly explained here, because of these modes of nature, and in Bhagavad Gita also Krishna clearly explained how these modes of nature are determined, determined what, for example, uh, the forms, activities, and the living entity, its influence always uh, engage on. And uh, for that, the Varnasha and Dharma as well, how Krishna established the Varnasha and Dharma as a means for us to elevate in the process of cultivation or spiritual practice. Or so, in that way, for example, there is, uh, it is important for us to understand how these techniques or uh, process work, but uh, this technique or this process doesn't, it's not there independently. The process and technique has um, a principle that determines the process itself, when we say, for example, in Krishna comes in our philosophy, we have Sambandha, Abhideya, and Prajojana. So we understand that the process is Abhideya, but maybe it's based on the understanding who we are, uh, who is God, what is the relationship that we have with Him. That knowledge is very important. And based on that, we have a process that is a uh, technique, what we can do 
to develop that relationship or based on our elements and who we are. And the goal, very important, the goal of Prajyavajana. And I was listening uh, one lecture, very personally, very enlightening, important lecture from Bhaktivyan Swami that I consider would be nice if I can share with you a little bit and about that class, about nature, that would be a bit um, instructive uh, for this point. Uh, Maharaj is playing that basically the, the idea would be, or ideally, in Krishna consciousness, we will be in that sequence. But actually, it's Sambanda understanding who we are, knowing what is the goal, prayojana, and based on the goal, we establish the process, abhidaya. Because um, if we enter, if, for example, in our experience in Krishna consciousness, many times uh, we are engaged in the process, we know what we have to do, following this and into runs, following the principles, but in many cases we fail, we experience some fail, failures. And because it's said that one of the causes of why we are experiencing failures is we are not always fixing our goals. It's important to have clear what is the goal, what is the ideal, um, the goal that we want to achieve. So the impetus of that, knowing what is my goal, will give me also the impetus continue of being engaged in activities that will facilitate the achievement of my goals. And so it's something that I consider quite important to understand, to analyze, and perhaps, perhaps reflect a bit among us as a practitioner of this process. The, the importance of maintaining, of having clear understanding what is our goal. Um, as a Vaishnava, Gautrana, Gautija Vaishnava, following the footsteps of the Sikha Swami, Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, uh, sorry, Lord Chaitanya, Sikha Swami, uh, of all the Guru Parampara, all Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada, we have a goal that all we all share. May, may I request you please to share with understanding what is the goal of our process? To love God. To love God, yeah. To love God. How? What else is coming in? It's just to love Krishna? It's, that is the goal? Only? Perfect, come back to God and do service for Radha Krishna, whether it's in the spiritual world or... Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> good. It's going back to the spiritual world and serve Krishna, and Krishna. That's the goal. Please, please. Please, Krishna. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. To understand our true self. To understand our true self, yeah. Many goals. Many goals, that's right. <coughs> there is one interesting pastime that we many times hear. We heard about it. It's Lord Chitane himself established this clear for us. It's in, in the discussion between Lord Chaitanya and 
What is the goal in our life? Every day, and the association of devotees is that because when newcomers come to Krishna consciousness, when we came for first time, probably because of the association of devotees, we came to know about this. What is the goal of life? For example, Bhakta Sak. He was the first one to the goal of life. Love for God, because you heard from, uh, because in association of devotees, by your readings, yes? Yes, it's that that we learn when we come because of an association of devotees. That is how it works, Krishna consciousness. Association of devotees that give us the guidance, what is the goal of life? And by reading Prabhupada's book, by reading uh, or association with advanced devotees, we come to know more how to develop that love of God and mood in the mood of the residents of Vrindavan. That is the goal. And by reading constantly, we will internally internalize that goal that would be more uh, our real life experience. But it has to be constant. If we don't cultivate our or address and orient our activities based on that at trying to achieve more knowledge about how to love Krishna and remembering our goal, we will lose track of what we really want to achieve and then we will experience um, some frustrations perhaps and we won't be successful in the practice of our spiritual activities. Um, so it's quite important. I was appreciating how Maharaj uh, emphasized that uh, for many devotees, if they don't experience satisfaction and happiness or success in their spiritual practice, it's because we, after sometimes, we lose track of what is the goal of our life, what is the goal of our process. And he said that, for example, for any experience in life, we need three factors. One is the opportunity to experience, then the capacity or the ability of the experience and the desire. For any experience in this material world, we need these three factors. But in the spiritual practice, in the lower spiritual process, there are not these, these three factors are not fully uh, integrated. They are not required actually. They will require only two. Do you can you tell me which one those two factors will be? Among those three, opportunity, ability, and desire. What would be, or which ones would be the important factors to have a spiritual experience? Desire. Desire, good, that is very important. And? Ability. Ability, yeah, that's right. It said that uh, as if we understand that we are spiritual souls, that is our, person, our constitutional position, spiritual souls, so by nature we have that ability to experience or to have a spiritual experience because that is our position, our constitutional nature. 
So that is the, the ability to experience or to have a spiritual experience is there. And the important factor that you mentioned, the desire. Very strong desire to have a spiritual experience. So perhaps we can question ourselves how we are, how is our desire? Are we really strongly willing or desiring to have a spiritual uh, realization, spiritual experience, or our desire is to with other kind of material sites around. So something also that perhaps we need to reflect upon that as well. What is the quality of our desire? Because he said that if we have this strong desire to have a spiritual experience and the ability is there, Krishna naturally will give us the opportunity to, to have that, that experience, spiritual experience. Krishna wants that for us. So it's something that is actually there. The only thing that we have to, to perhaps develop and clarify and work on is the quality of our desire. And so, because he said that, I don't know if you have the experience, but many times when I'm trying to introspect about my spiritual practice, sometimes I realize uh, I face a little bit ashamed, also ashamed thing, but I'm still having so much real desires. Um, and it's sometimes, uh, for example, still hopes in external arrangements or mental satisfaction about some kind of... Because we, don't, we have many needs or many desires related to the physical body or mental body uh, so, or social interactions. There's a lot of desires that limit or constrain the quality of pure desire and spiritual experience. So, so that I consider that it's important point that I approach. It would be nice if we all try to reflect and analyze because we are studying Ajamila, the case of Ajamila, who initially he was practicing uh, his duties as Pankabramana, yeah, performing rituals. With the worship given, he was assisting his father, and but he fell down. And uh, as previously also we were mentioning, well, that is can be the possibility for us, no? because in our experience in Krishna consciousness, we interact with many devotees that sometimes for a period of practicing Krishna consciousness, and then after. We drift away, yeah, so we lose enthusiasm uh, and then uh, not just leave Krishna, consciousness, uh, Krishna consciousness as a practicing in spiritual activities, but we get entangled in non favorable activities, non simple activities. And how this can happen, those deviations. So, as a practitioner devotees, we need to be 
very careful and also aware what, what is taking place on us, what, what actually uh, are the facilities and the circumstances that we can take um, advantage of and go forward in our in the achievement of our goals. And of course, for that, some important factors like the association of the bodies to keep us reminding us about the purpose of life, uh, teaching or learning from them how to practice you know, this process of Abhidhya to achieve our goal. Because he said that um, uh, in the material world, generally, uh, it said that uh, your activities will lead you to the goal. But uh, in Krishna consciousness, according back in Gyanswami, and personal understanding also, is that your goal will direct your activities. So it's very important for us to have clear this point. Based on our goal, then the quality of our activities will be defined. So the future, the goal, will determine your present. It's not like your present will determine your future. In one sense, if we, for example, act, we uh, perform spiritual activities, pious activities, or whatever it is, the future will be the benefit of that. But in this case, as a practitioners of this process, we don't want to get deviated with those uh, pious activities or impious activities, because the, the goal of Krishna consciousness goes beyond that. So if we have clear understanding of the goal, the future, that is Krishna praying in the mood of in the mood of the residents of Vrindavan, that you please keep clear here, at least for my case, in my case. Sorry, I'm just sharing with you what I thought was quite revealing. I heard many times that, but uh, many times also I forgot, and I didn't reflect deeply on that, and losing a lot of time in my spiritual practice. And, Perhaps the quality of my activities, my, my, my practice also. So I thought it would be useful to share this point. And um, yes, if you have any questions, any comments. Yes, Matisse. Um, yes, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Very nice lecture. So how to increase our love for Krishna? Yes, good question. How to increase our love for Krishna? Yeah, Krishna Prabhupada create a very beautiful institution. It's a gift. Cosmos Mercy's gift that he he brought for he gave us or he's giving us. He created an association of an institution of the bodies, he is giving us Vaishnava Devotees Association. So the way how we can develop or, or learn, grow in our love for Krishna is 
because association of devotees. And also for constantly associating with Srila Prabhupada, because he said that um, to have love for God is not something that you can just get, okay, I know now and I get it. I know the goal of my life is the love, love for Krishna, love for God in the mood of Vrindavan. With that understanding, I perform my activities. It's not just that. He said that we learn or to get that opportunity by association, by the association of those who have that love for And for that reason, it's important to associate with advanced devotees. In our case, as a practitioner of Eastern Christian consciousness, we have the opportunity to daily, every moment, associate with Srila Prabhupada, who is advanced devotee. Because that association is not constrained to the physical interaction with the devotee. Association means opening our heart to the mood of the devotee. To the opening our heart to the opportunity to associate with the advanced devotee. So by studying the Shastras, Prabhupada's books, it's the way, effective way how we can, everybody has the opportunity to get the benefit of association with the advanced devotee. And not just that, we have the beautiful community of devotees here. There are many devotees, I'm telling you, that there are very advanced devotees that can help us in cultivating, growing our spiritual practice. Yeah. Yes, Prabhupada. It's near to just the devotees, near the advanced devotees. Just take part. Yes, yeah, that's right. You say, it's, yeah, they, taking the doubts of the devotees. But well, actually, what that means is just taking the doubts because every morning I can come here and uh, clean the temple with my hands and my head and put it. It's just that. Is it that smearing the doubts of the lotus feet of the devotees means to follow their instructions, to follow their examples? So, and then that means to follow or taking the paths of the devotee, of the devotee, advanced devotees. Yeah. Anything else? Mataji, you have a question. Mataji, two things. One is, many devotees don't actually have a goal in in spiritual life or in the chant. Don't actually have a goal, so what's their fate? And another thing is, uh, we have to cultivate our goal as the mood of Vrindavan devotees. Is it? Did you say? Oh, yeah, not just that. So if we actually don't know that, what does that mean? We have to actually know that first? Or? Well, actually, in the, especially in our branch, for the reason I mentioned in the beginning, our Brahma, Gautam, the Krishna, Gautam, that is our branch. It's our goal is clearly stated by Lord Chaitanya, and we are followers of Lord Chaitanya, Goswamis, and our problem is studies clearly from the very beginning. But that's the mean it's the unique, the only way. There are other spiritual processes as well. And uh, they are bona fide. Because love of God, you can 
It also partly says that is there are many relations, modes of relationship, neutral, santaras, dansyaras, sagyaras, vansaryaras, maduri. And those are the five principal and other twelve more secondary, no? seven more, and, and limited forms to relate God. Love of God is the, the goal. And can be the love for different groups also, other sampradayas as well. They are born alive. But especially in Islam, we have this goal. It's very clearly stated. And um, we have to respect the spiritual experience of other groups as well. That is, we are not um, anyone who can judge if this is bona fide or not. <coughs> but the respect for that should be. And Krishna can be, and also we learn that Krishna reciprocates with everybody. It's unique the relationship that everybody has. We share here a common ground in the Krishna consciousness movement based on the teaching of Lord Chaitanya. We feel inspired by that. And not just that, in the mood uh, of uh, the resident of Vrindavan, we have also variety. Not everybody is like the gopis. We have also just on the subject, the suckers. A lot of variety of the resident of Vrindavan and their relationship with Krishna. So it's something higher. I personally consider a little bit too premature for myself to talk about it. Yeah. But we have that knowledge yeah. as idea. Yeah, yeah, my okay. Is that answering your question, Mataji? Oh, I didn't understand. I'm afraid to uh, thank you. However, more than I have got. Just between our society, many devotees, we don't actually have a goal. So, does it mean that you have to have a goal? Oh, oh, your question is that uh, not many devotees in our Christian country, in our East, they know the goal. They don't know the goal. Hmm? Many do not. They don't have the goal. They know the goal, but they don't have the goal. Well, if they don't have a goal, does it mean that this should be the goal to develop the more of natural Well, again, as I said many times, when we come in contact with the God is in Iskon, we hear from the very beginning, love for God, pure love for God, we hear about the God with the resident of Vindar. But uh, it's just here, we can't just have a theoretical understanding, but we don't internalize that. And we lose a lot of fun. And yes, we feel motivated in association with all this, perhaps it's novel and there's new things to learn, to practice, I feel happy. And, but, does it last when we are not focus oriented? Or for we experience even some difficulties in our spiritual practice? we drift away from Krishna consciousness because we are not clear in the goal. And uh, that, for that reason it's important for all of us to analyze, internalize how this is taking place in my personal practice, in my life. What is really the goal of life? And I know it, I heard it, okay, this is, but I really want this? Is my desire or I need to develop the desire? So it's something important. For that we are we have this practice, Abhidevya. And by association of the world is 
we learn how to develop a desire, how to practice as well. Because in our conditioning is that we have a mixture of desires. And um, thank you. And regarding that point about experience depending on ability, desire and opportunity. Yeah. Um, is is that opportunity not so relevant in spiritual life? <clears throat> well, it's not like an opportunity is not relevant. It's not like the opportunity is in one sense is available because Krishna is the one who gives us the opportunity if we have the desire. Krishna is very much excited, willing to provide all the facilities for all of us, all the opportunity <clears throat> for spiritual experience. It's something that we don't have to be worried much. Why? Because Krishna is facilitating, even for example, like Lord Chaitanya learned in the in Kali Yuga, okay, love for God, it's open giving with that kindness, that compassionate move is there. Krishna is providing. The only thing that we have to work hard is in order to take advantage of those opportunities, is to develop the strong desire. Because even the ability to have a spiritual experience, understanding that we are spiritual souls, is there. Thank you. I don't know whether you thought give their version of the word or version of the word. Offenseless chanting of pure holy and dancing and feasting. Yes, that's right. Yeah, for that reason, when we have clear the goal, naturally our practices will be uh, directed, avideya will be, and as Prabhupada mentioned, that is avideya, that is the process. Avoiding offenses, we focus on the chanting, and every day what we do on after Mangalati, we recite the ten offenses, and at the end, what is the goal of that? Krishna prayer that. But we do really go there. Oh, just we just repeat it because sounds fancy. I don't know. We, every day we repeat what we should not do it. Every day is part of our process, the our Abhidaya, the Astebati Sadhana. But Sadhana, it's very much determined by the Sadhya, the goal. They call Sadhya and Sadhana. So, as you mentioned nicely, the Sadhana is avoiding offenses, Vaishnava Parada. We have to avoid this stuff. We have to cultivate a situation that will be taken from Sadhana nicely. Yeah, that is the process. But that, that would be nicely practiced when we have cleared the goal. Sadhya. And sad. Yes, hmm. How can we learn more to see Krishna everywhere and everything? Yeah. Yeah, how to that's a good question. How we can learn to see Krishna everywhere? Everything. In everything, yeah. Prabhupada nicely, that was beautiful uh, lecture of Prabhupada in this in this uh, uh, text about that he said because of most of nature, we need to purify our consciousness. Because, for example, we are not able 
to interact uh, or have the spiritual experience because of, for example, if we are in, under the influence of mode of ignorance or passion. So idea is to cultivate goodness, clear or purify our consciousness that will help us to receive knowledge, spiritual knowledge. And also to see Krishna, it's like the example of the sun. Krishna is everywhere, that means the sun is everywhere. But, but when we are in the mode of goodness, that means purity in our consciousness, we will be able to see the sun everywhere, the bright sun. But when our consciousness is covered by the mode of ignorance, a lot of contamination is there. So we will be clothed, clothing, so no, you are not able to see the sun. So we need to clear up purity. And we have a process for that. And the idea process for that is? Mm-hmm. 
it opens up your heart chakra and then you become so joyful and happy to associate with devotees, to laugh and cry with them, and to love them and see them for who they truly are. Yeah, you're right. And even something that also from the very beginning in our process, we hear the requirement for chanting Hare Krishna, there is very important, the third chapter, third text of the Sikshasaka Lodgetani himself also is Nadanatrinada means Nichana, the Lord is Nichana, Amarina Amarina So for chanting, in order to chant Hare Krishna constantly, we need to develop that humility, the mood of humility, and be more tolerant than the tree, not expect respect from others and be able to offer respect to others. So it's quite important that those conditions for in order to chant Hare Krishna. But also that reminds me what you said very important how Bhaktivinoda describe humility. You said humility not as an external thing and sometimes can be external or superficial. Well, many of us we have to learn in that way in the beginning. But Bhaktivinoda defined humility as the ability to acknowledge, recognize what is our real position. And you mentioned that yes, we are our sinners. By, by acknowledging and remembering all the simple things that we we do naturally, naturally will come that humility because I do recognize that I'm a simple, I'm a simple person. I will, I don't dare to point out all this because I did it right here, some simple things. So, but I could nicely presented that in that way by acknowledging our own conditioning. Humility will come naturally. But for that, we have to have that nerve to acknowledge, to, to be more introspective. And uh, we are very busy also talking with another devotee, a senior devotee, the importance of being humble and grateful. So it's the important factor, the important qualities that as a spiritual practitioner we should develop and endeavor to develop. It's humility and gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, they are good together. Thank you for your comment, Manjali. Chris, anything else? Thank you for your time. Thank you.